Coming up on the Unpack Show. You know, one person asked uh, Bishop David Oyedebo is one of the successful pastors in the world. He said, what do you take to stay up? You know, because you are a diligent man, he said responsibility. When you know that you have responsibilities, you will wake up. And another thing is to avoid distractions. We spoke about there are a lot of distractions today, especially today. There are a lot of distractions. There are a lot of useless, you know, useless activities happening around us. That if you're not careful, you you may fall away. That's where the vision becomes blurry now. Because even the Bible says, have a single eye so that your whole body may have light. What that means is that to have a single eye means do one thing at a time. Focus on one thing. You can't focus on certain things that are not beneficial to you. That's what we spoke about last time, that you need to cut some friends. You need to cut some habits. Hello, family, and welcome to the Unpacked Show podcast with myself, Jonas Baloui. Please join me as I sit down with guests to have meaningful conversation where we share ideas, opinions, and experiences that are about helping you to improve your life. I believe that the average number of people we live each and every day of our lives doing whatever it takes to be successful. And though we share the same goal of wanting to be successful, at the end of the day, it's not everyone who becomes successful. And that raises a question that if it's not everyone who becomes successful, then what does it take to be successful? And I hereby introduce my guest today, Katlao Kutumela, who will be sharing with us 10 principles of academic excellence. Hi Katlao, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Jonas. Uh, I feel grateful to be part of this today. Thank <laughs> you. You know, Katlao, I remember the time you were sharing this uh, 10 principles. I was taking notes, taking notes, taking notes. And I happened to give, to have to give a, a speech on 16 June at Alituke. And then I was talking about these 10 principles of academic excellence. You know, it was uh, a school learn. I mean, uh, it was high school learners. They were so excited about them, clapping hands. And in my, in my mind, I'm like, these people, they don't know these things. I stole them. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, um, people wanted to know more about them. And I was like, oh. I stole these things. Now I have to go back to the source. And now I have this, I have my source of 10 principles of academic excellence. <laughs> so, Kato, um, what do you mean by academic excellence? Academic excellence is actually principles that are, are directed to especially students who are still in school, who wants to excel in their academics, these are actually principles that uh, activate self-assessment, self-evaluation, self-discipline towards one's academic life. When we talk about academic excellence, we are talking about the principles that sharpen one or an individual for an excellent academic result in any field. Which, whichever the course you're doing, academic excellence is actually principles that are based on making one to excel in the academics. So it's some sort of like uh, 
or I can yeah. say uh, some principles that govern you, that helps you to excel? Yes, remember the word excellence, even though the dictionary may describe it anyway, the, 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 the excellence means the ability oh, to be yeah. correct. You see, the ability to, to, to be correct, the ability to be righteous. Excellence is actually to say, this is not enough. You know, many people, they just do something. Let me give you an example. Like, if you enter into a plane and the pilot says to you, guys, we are, we are not sure if we are going to arrive where we are going, but then you can enter. Let's go. You see, you, you, you cannot enter such a plane because you are risking your life. But when you go to the airport, you expect that the plane is perfect to fly you where you are to your destination. So excellence actually means the ability to be correct. Mm. in academics and what i found uh, fascinating about uh, about this academics is that i'm not yeah. in school i'm in business but they yeah. actually working for me yes remember principles it doesn't matter at which field you are you know life is based on principles like i remember we used to talk uh, myself and you about life being based on principles. Yeah. It doesn't matter you're educated or not educated. There are principles that are governing the system of this world. E.g., when we talk about the force of gravity, if you're rich, when you jump, you come down. If you're poor, when you jump, you come down. It's a principle preordained by God that it will govern each and every person. It will rule. This is a principle. So, when you talk about these principles, they are academic principles. Whether you're academics or your finances, whichever way you want to excel, you can actually apply these principles and boom, you can have results in every field. You see, yeah, we, yeah. remember we spoke even about how they helped me to run my businesses and here I am, you know. Excelling yeah. and doing well. Yes. And how did you come about learning these 10 principles? You know, these principles actually, they originated from campus. When I was still in campus, we used to have a pastor called Pastor Derek. He was based in Medunta. So he's the one actually who drafted these principles and gave them to every student who was, you know, interested in, in, in making it better in their academics. So, we, we went there, we were invited, and one of the first things they told us is that take this thing and run with them. They will help you in campus and out of campus. That's where I got introduced to these principles. As any student may face challenges, I was facing challenges also in my academics here and there. I got to meditate on these principles, and they really made me who I am because I started to contemplate on the person I am and what I want to become, thinking of where I'm coming from and thinking of where I'm going to. So I started to learn these principles because we were instructed that take these principles, it doesn't matter which course you're doing or which field you are willing to, end, uh, to, to take. You know, If you take these principles and run with them, you know, the Bible says, write the vision down and it shall come to pass even though it takes time it shall come to pass this we find in the book of habakkuk chapter mm. two so i took this thing uh, 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 
things and then I, I ran with them. That's where I got introduced to them. You know, in campus, one of the things that I love, and it's what is happening to you now, you are telling me you were teaching about this to other students and they got to be interested. Yeah. The same way, these principles do not belong to me or I cannot say I own them and people must not. You can actually take these principles far as you want because they work. It's free. We don't sell them. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you, you, you're saying that um, after you apply these principles, your life changed tremendously. And for for most of the people, you know, we can I can argue that there are most of there are many people in in high school or in tertiary institutions. There are so many people who are waking, and some of them their lives are not going well because of lack of principles. So yes. and 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 it's not about only the word principle. You know, when people hear about words, they say, you know, these words are too vague. We don't understand these words, but how can you <laughs> simplify a principle? A principle is actually a law to yourself. It is actually your way of life. In 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 Hebrew word, it is it is named modus operandi, meaning one's way of life. You become a law to yourself, Johannes. You say. I, as Johannes, I'm not going to do this. Your no has to be no, and your yes has to be yes. So a principle is that is that mindset you build, you know, within yourself to say, this is me, and these are the things that govern me. Because as a person, you need to have convictions. You know, a man without conviction, he just becomes anyhow, and he lives anyhow. This is what this is where you just become anything. So you see, even when you 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 go to the field and you start plowing the ground and you sow, these are the things you sow in your mind, and you so overcharge yourself with them that they control how you speak, they control how you think, and they control your decisions. Because there are three things that are very important in life, which is relationships, your actions and your decisions they mm. define a man and they de they determine what you become and what you will be in life so a principle in a simplest term means the beliefs that you have invested in yourself that govern your actions so you see how how simple it is you just tell yourself you know myself at eight o'clock i have to study it doesn't matter which movie is playing i have to study Mm. It's a principle that you build within yourself that others are not doing it then they may not even see the importance of that but to you you have built this character out of you so this is character building and you tell yourself this is where I'm going you are governed by these principles and how do you get to these principles is by reading the right sources getting in touch with the right people you know finding the right information that's where you get to build yourself because if you don't reach others, no one is going to read you. Mm. And speaking of the formula of 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 of, of actually um, uh, sowing and harvesting, you remind me of I, I I once gave a talk. You know, our mindset it's like a it's like it's like a field. It's like a ground, yes. and 
each and every day of our lives as we go about living our lives and we get different knowledge you know different we tap in we tap we get to tap into different mindset we learn different beliefs and everything that you put in your mind you plant it and your yes. actions are actually the results are actually uh, uh, the outcome of what you have put in your mind i love the I, i love this formula of of planting because it actually tells us that everything that you put in your mind it's actually the very same thing that will be an output based yes. on the actions and the decisions that you make in your life it's important do you remember even at uh, the career expo we had previously we 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 actually spoke about this that it is you know my pastor pastor chris he he explains success as the it is the you invest in your personality you see mm. it is what you have invested in yourself that we will see outwardly that's what defines who a man is not what you have so this principle is so is is, is very very much uh, uh, important because so many people wants to harvest where they never planted and this is not how the universe has been created you can't expect you know you can't expect the results of what you didn't plant mm. it's it's impossible that is stealing actually so we spoke about that you said if if you see results and you don't know where they come from you must begin to suspect yourself because something is wrong mm. Mm. so now let's get to the main meal 10 principles of academic excellence okay academic excellence are, 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 are 10 principles that are really drafted down and i remember we spoke about the first principle is study and attend class and we said a student has a place where they must gather information and that is your classroom if you don't like going to a class you are likely to have the wrong information so the first one is to study and you must attend your class number two, consultation and correct scope we spoke about you know people who just hear rumors and they go with those rumors to the exam room only to find out there's nothing right about what they thought about you know consultation simply means go to your lecture get the right information get the right corrections so that you may apply them to your next exam that is what is going to help you to be better in class number 3 is talk to relevant people you know association is very very important so it it, it is it is where you consult that will determine the kind of uh, the results you get in class there are people we spoke about this during the 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 career expo that there are people you see that they are playful in class you can't really benefit anything from them cut out those people away cut them away from you mm. and begin to embrace people who have the same mind the same passion they want to do better the bible in the book of isaiah says learn to do well so you want to do well embrace people who are doing well we spoke about if someone is good in mathematics and you know very well that 
you are somehow struggling with mathematics, get closer to that person, ask him how he does it, and then learn the habits. Number four, we spoke about love what you do or love it for the future sake. I remember we even spoke about how students love social media more than the things that really matter. You better love your books because of the future sake. You have a whole future right in front of you. You can tell how life is without education or without this thing that you want to do. You know what it means to you. You better love it. It is your love for it that will make you wake up during the night and you want to understand that is love. But if you if you don't love what you're doing, the likelihood that you're not going to excel in it is, is very high. And then number five, we spoke about practice and understand. Practice and understand. This is very important because there are many people who just go to school, go to class, they listen to the teacher, go back to the room, and they never get to learn what they've, they've actually heard from their teachers. They never practice. They say that practice makes perfect. This is exactly what we are talking about. You have to practice, you know, practice and understand. Make sure that you understand. If you understand, we spoke about, you know, require information from the right people, from the right sources, read the right books. And then another thing, number six, we spoke about cream with style. Creming with style simply means, I mean, a lot of ladies, even nowadays, the guys, they can cram the whole song, four minutes, five minutes song. They can rap it the way it is, you know, sing it the way it is, even the way the, the manufacturer of the song sings it, they can sing it. Let's say, let it come to your academics. Let's say life science. You can actually use the very same formula of singing and you sing, you know, uh, 10 effects of, of, of the heart or, uh, you know, 10 things. Like, if it's economics, you can sing those 10 principles of finances. And this is what we call creaming with style. Instead of singing the song that is not going to benefit you in your class, this is a book, this is a course that you want to pass. Cram with style, play the song that you like and start singing the things that you see in your books. That is cramming with style. Number, is it number seven? Eh? Yeah, it's number seven. We spoke about schedule. Schedule, we can even, you know, quote from the book of Genesis, the Bible tells us what God did on the first day. On the second day, the Bible tells us he created the light. On the third day, the Bible tells until the seventh day, and the Bible tells us God rested. So God used a schedule to say, today, this is what I'm going to do. Tomorrow, this is what I'm going to do. You know, the third day, this is what I'm going to do. Why didn't God just do anything, everything, in the first day this is to show you god is an organized being and he has created organized beings which is us 
draft a schedule to say, okay, in the morning, seven o'clock or six o'clock, I wake up to do exercises. And then I, from maybe six o'clock to half past, I do exercises in my room. After that, I go for breakfast to, to gain energy. And then after that, if you're going to school, you know I'm going to school for the whole day. Maybe I come back three o'clock, I cook, I rest a little bit, five o'clock, I get back to my books to review what we did in school. Six o'clock, it's time for to watch and relax, you know, see the family, be with the family. That is a schedule that you can actually draft and put it. At school, they call it schedule simply means a timetable of what you're going to be doing for the day. When you draft that thing, it's going to have, help you or assist you how to run your day because it will also help you. People will not just jump into your schedule anyhow. You see, so you will actually have a plan for the day, you know, plan your day. You draft that schedule. It can be for the whole month. It can be for the whole week or for the whole day. You can draft it every day. Today we have phones where you can set alarms and the alarm can remind you this is the time to do this and also have a time to rest, you see, because most people don't have a schedule. That is why they can have the best of their day. And then number eight, diligence. We said, you know, hard work doesn't kill. There's no one who ever died because of hard work. Students have to know that there are certain things that will cause you to wake up, even when it is not convenient. You know, diligence means doing it even when it is not convenient. Doing it without supervision, that is diligent. You don't have to see your teacher for you to open a book. And there are things that will require you to wake up even when it is cold, even when it is not convenient. There are times you need to wake up and study as a student and be diligent. There are times where you will have to say, no rest until I finish. That is diligent. So diligence mean, simply means you have planned it, you have seen it in the book, now do it. If it is a homework, do it. Wake up from where you are and do it. If you leave your book open and you sleep, you will never find the book on, on chapter 60 if you left it on chapter 50. So diligence means you leave it like this, you will find it like this. So diligence means work. Just work and do. Number nine, we spoke about do correct corrections. That is what we spoke about. That if, let's say, for example, you have missed class and then you went to see a doctor or you went to for a family issues or any, when you come back, don't just listen to those who tell you rumors. Go to your lecture, go to your teacher and ask, ma'am, yesterday I gave an excuse, I couldn't be here. Kindly just tell me the chapters that you did. Tell me what I should do. You know, even if the teacher may be rude to you, remember we said do what you love and love it for future sake. Even if he can shout to you, remember this is for your future. Ask the right scope. The exam is coming soon. Ask, ma'am, what are the things to expect? Don't just listen to those who tell you I had so and so said we are writing chapter six. 
and you read chapter six only to find out it is not in the exam you better ask the correct corrections corrections will help you because if you have missed it the next time you can be able to do better because you have done the right corrections and then number 10 have a final whistle do not continue studying when your eyes are slightly open or sometimes you're tired and then you, you you're just forcing to study you've opened the books and you know nothing is coming in have a final whistle simply means you know god on the seventh day he rested take a nap take a rest take a shower and relax watch a movie and reward yourself with what is important to you just take something that will freshen your mind one of them is rest learn to say okay this is the end i have to rest because there are so many side effects of uh, not resting sometimes you, they will get you to be tired in the morning in the classroom you'll find yourself your brain is tired because you slept late and you didn't even understand what you were studying because you are refusing to take a rest so it's important to take a rest so you know <laughs> you you spoke about one one principle in particular uh that says love what you do for the sake of the future you know yes. i can tell you uh the time i dropped out of school i i saw nothing in my life and i thought it was over with myself but you know having to engage and meet different types of uh inspirational people you know, one thing they told me was, John, is one thing you should know and one thing, one thing you should put in mind is that in that thing that you imagine, how you imagine your future to be like, you need uh, to do whatever it takes to achieve uh, it. And I was like, there are so many things that I don't imagine doing. There are so many things that I don't love to do. Then, And they told me, uh, you know what, Um, you don't have to love the, love the process. You know, they say that... Uh, uh, we only choose our destination and god choose the process we have to go through because god knows that for us yeah. to get there there are ways at how we should move sometimes you know the reason why we don't achieve our goals it's it's because we we hate and we choose the process we want to walk you know in 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 yeah. this day Katla, I, I actually when I, when i give talks this these days i actually talk about the lost generation we are in the lost generation yeah. and one thing we forget we try to copy what other people are doing you know there's a there's a song by Kespanyoves that say yeah egyptian cottons and there's a lyric there that says uh, my mama told me to never rush my process chasing another man's progress so we live in a time whereby we are chasing other people's progress we are we are we are actually rushing our process chasing other people's progress and in this generation we are actually lost you know, we are, we are, as youth of today, we constantly tell ourselves, I can't do it. I haven't had anything figured out. We actually want to love the process, but the process is going to be hard. But for the sake of the future, we have to love the process. I actually love this yeah. principle. Yes. Uh, remember, we, 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 said, we said it during the, the career expo that, you know, we are gradually losing you know, we are graduate this generation, we are gradually losing world changes because of social media. Mm. People are just following as long as it is happening, 
as long as it is trending, as long as it is all over social media, it means it's right. And we spoke about it that it doesn't matter if thousands of you are doing it, it doesn't mean I must follow you. Yeah. This is what principle means. There is a way you are structured. There is a way your mind is. It does not allow you just to copy anything because, you know, the Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. So our generation today is just exposed to a lot of distractions and they follow simply because everyone is doing it. You see people you are emulating, your cousins, whom you thought are matured, doing everything that is just uh, uh, popping on social media and then you follow because so and so is doing it this is why it's important to have principles in your life in your academics in your business so in your finances you can actually say i'm not gonna spend more than this this is me this is a principle you see it's a law to yourself And another thing, uh, having a schedule, the importance of planning. You know, you talked about it and, and, and it actually reminded me that, you know, they say, a, a, a friend of mine once 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 uh, taught me that, you know, Johannes, the way to eat an elephant is to yeah. cut it piece by piece. So <laughs> we, we, we actually have dreams, we have achievements, and those dreams are so big. But if we can cut our dreams in a little pieces and start by doing these little activities that moves us closer to the bigger vision. And this is the problem about us that um, most of the time we are so focused on our dreams. We are so focused on our achievements, but we don't pay attention to the little details, the smaller steps that we need to take towards the bigger goals. You know, the schedule... I, I have a time to pray. I have a time to to check how the business is going. I'm working for the company. You know, mm. I have a lot of customers calling me even during the night. So how do one person cope? I am a married young guy. I have a child. I have to, you know, I have a lot of things I have a family to attend to. Remember, I just to you now i just came back from staying over i was traveling how do you cope with such responsibilities it is through a schedule to know i have to do this and catch up i have to prioritize this and leave this one aside in a sense where you just live your life you are since you watch television from 2 p.m during the day until now other things are going to be behind you see, that's yeah. why it's important to have an ultimate schedule. You can draft it today, you know. Today you can even draft it and put it in your phone and see it everywhere, at your work, everywhere. Mm. It, it's a guideline to guide. To, it is actually an introduce, a introduction to a, to a life of self-control. And, you know, another thing, diligence, doing things even when you don't see where you are going. You know, this this is the this is one of the most powerful principles that I had to develop even at the beginning of the business, the beginning of my career. You know, there were times whereby I was like, God, will I ever get there? You know, this journey is too tiring. You know, I'm so tired. I don't even know. I mean, I'm not even sure if I'm going to get there. But... 
you having to take those little steps until you get there. You know, Gatlo, I want us to talk a little about this because so uh, many people, we see it in businesses, at workplaces, you know, in schools. Uh, there's a point in life whereby, you know, the vision is blurry. We don't see where we are going and we doubt our decisions and our steps. So how do you deal with a moment in your life whereby the vision is blurry? You are not sure if you can get, you can get there. You are not sure if you're going to succeed. How do you handle this kind of a situation? You know, one person asked uh, Bishop David Oyedebo is one of the successful pastors in the world. He said, what do you take to stay up? You know, because you are a diligent man, he said responsibility. When you know that you have responsibilities, you will wake up. And another thing is to avoid distractions. We spoke about there are a lot of distractions today, especially today. There are a lot of distractions. There are a lot of useless, you know, useless activities happening around us that if you're not careful, you may fall away. That's where the vision becomes blurry now. Because even the Bible says, have a single eye so that your whole body may have light. But what that means is that to have a single eye means do one thing at a time. Focus on one thing. You can't focus on certain things that are not beneficial to you and then focus on things that are, are, are important and focus... That's what we spoke about last time, that you need to cut some friends, you need to cut some habits, you need to cut some sleep, you need to cut some uh, so your time on, on your cell phone, doing nothing and you're just uh, browsing, and then get to the main thing. I was asking someone on Inbox uh, last week, I said, what you're doing is that, you know, I'm always bored and watching TV. I said, but you have your whole life before you. I want to ask you something. What is it that you want to do with this life that we've got? You know, people don't have idea of what to do with their life. Focus. When you introduce focus, you have a single eye towards a task. And then I think the things we spoke about, they are the ones to introduce that. Someone may say, I'm not working. I don't have a business. What do you expect me to do? Look, this is very simple. Introducing the right things like I need to to read this book maybe on financial principles. I want to know. Read a book about success. I want to know this thing. I have to read this book the whole week and finish it by Friday. You see, you are giving yourself tasks that will introduce into you the right information that will inspire you to act. Remember, when you read books about business people, there's no way you cannot be inspired maybe to start something. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah, no that's true. You read a book about financial wisdom and you are not compelled, you know, to use your money wisely. Those are the tasks you give yourself and they give birth to the main thing. So tell me here, uh, these 10 principles, how did you master them? You know, one thing is to do not just to hear. Remember my last conversation with those students at the Career Expo, I said there is a place for you at the top, only if you're interested. So the right thing now is not just to hear the interview, 
to hear these principles and then you say, wow, I've had them, okay, they are nice. It's another thing now to act and say, okay, I have to put these principles in order. I have to know them by my heart. I have to know them, meditate on them. Start taking your books and you, you put them on the table. Take them out of the bag and now start studying. The only way to start is to start, you see. Mm. You're not uh, giving excuses and saying, okay, no, you just start. So the thing that helped me is that the more I went through these principles, the more I got inspired. And after being inspired, time for action was introduced. The right, you know, the right people were introduced. So I did exactly what the principles are saying. When it says talk to relevant people, I started introducing people that are relevant to me. I remember my uncle is an academic. Every time he's with you, he will speak about school, you know. He will speak about how important is school, how you must study. I started listening to such people and bringing them closer to me. That helped me because as the speaker get inspired, those people that we used to go around town, I dropped all of them. And I was alone in my room. From my room, I go to the library. I put in a headset, ran back to the room, take exercises. I started practicing these principles until they governed my life. Up until today, if I'm not done with a task, I don't sleep. My wife knows that. Mm. So I apply them today in my finances. I'm not going to pop out money because I just see a chocolate on the shelf. No. Is it the right time to do that? I don't just buy something because I'm thirsty. Is it convenient for me to spend this money? You see, these principles now have carried me over even after completing my, 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 my degree. So wow. Now I see. Start. Yes. So tell me here. Uh, for you, as a you you have businesses you are also working you have a family and right now you just got home and now you're on an interview you are supposed to be with your wife <laughs> so how how do you manage actually even introduce your family into your life and and to actually manage to do everything and to stay on track and to stay focused <laughs> you know what i did i just said i threw the things on the table and i said I have an interview to attend. Then I ran. I ran to my room because they know I'm. I'm. I'm quite a busy person. <laughs> that. That also, you know, when you follow a certain pattern of life, even the people around you, they see it because the Bible says meditate on these things. It says give yourself wholly unto them, and your profiting shall appear unto all people. When 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 you give yourself to a certain kind of lifestyle, your family members are going to see it. Your friends around you, they're going to notice it. So my wife, he knows, she knows that I'm this kind of a person. If there's a task on the issue, if there's a task on the table, I do it. So they have adapted after the interview. Obviously, you know the schedule, how you run a schedule. Maybe this was my time to pray. Then I will have to reschedule. To say I have to catch up with the family and then maybe I will pray 10 o'clock at night. So this is what I do. I will have to reschedule now and go take some shower, eat, and then chill with the family. 
and then later on I can have my prayer times. So this schedule, they are now used to it because this is a pattern of life that you introduce. Remember, success is in people. And then if you don't, if you don't honor people, you don't really understand. If you don't value people, you don't really understand. So success is not an issue of myself. Success is, success is a chain. You sell something others are coming to buy. So each one of us is important when it comes to success. So mm. even you as an individual, when you become a success, you introduce the family to that kind of a lifestyle so that they they understand because if you leave others down there, they will not understand. The, the time you are busy, they will they will be complaining and saying you're not doing this, you're not. But if they understand, you have to bring them to your level. If each time you grow, bring them closer to your growth so that they adapt to the kind of life you live. That's, that's what motivates me because I lift my family to, to where I am. In fact, after starting the businesses, I started moving the business away like I was I started as an individual now my whole family is now it's now you know my father is, a, is, is taking part in the business my younger sister is now taking part in the business my mother is taking part in the business so you introduce your family to your success so that they understand what kind of a life is this oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah yeah <laughs> oh so uh so basically what's important in life is to actually introduce the people around you to adjust to your lifestyle so that they can get used to who you are thank you for joining the podcast if you would like a comment to be recorded on the podcast send it to our whatsapp number 061-453-0960 061-453-0960